true. The midterms are certainly getting quite a bit of attention, in part because there's a lot at stake in this election, um, more so than other elections. I think one thing that to keep in mind is that we're, it isn't just about this election coming up. If, for example, the Republicans are successful in winning the Senate, in the next election, in 2024, uh, there's a lot more Democratic seats up than, than uh, Republican seats. And so what we're really talking about is not just the Republican control for this upcoming six years, but really for the next decade or longer, really. So there's, there's quite a bit at stake. I mean, certainly the issues matter. Uh, you know, what's at stake are important national programs like Social Security, Medicare, student debt relief, health care. Those are all things that are on the table. Um, you know, more important, perhaps even more importantly, we know whether a woman or a girl have, are, are sort of forced to uh, by the state to carry an unwanted pregnancy to term. That's certainly at stake. And one of the things I think that's sort of surprising to me, or I suppose not not entirely surprising, is that Republicans have really run essentially against the incumbent. They've run against Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi, but they themselves haven't really laid out a plan. There's not really a, an agenda that the Republicans are sort of pushing for. Um, they're really just pushing on personalities, on uh, whether the elections uh, in, in, 2020, in 2020 were uh, legitimate. Um, those, those are all the issues that Republicans are running on. And I think, you know, for a lot of Americans, um, that has, carries a lot of salience. Yeah, yeah, Mark, and you see the the word inflation being thrown out, and it can be confusing, right? Because you hear the word inflation and the rate hikes being up, but then you look at the job market, and that's pretty solid right now. So, to a lot of voters, you know, it can be confusing for them. I think inflation really does matter. I think inflation around housing, around energy, is important. But it is also important to recognize this isn't just in the U.S. issue. This is an issue that every country is confronting. And so to sort of hold uh, Democrats accountable for inflation, I think, is, uh, you know, it's politically important. I mean, it, it carries some political uh, capital. But uh, uh, re- realistically, it's, it's really not the president's fault or the, or the Republicans or really even the Democrats' fault. I mean, if you look in England, in Germany, in Sweden, in uh, France, you've got high levels of inflation, and these are countries with very, very different governments, and yet you still see high, high rates of uh, inflation, and that's in part because partly of, of supply networks shutting down, it's because of the responses to the COVID crisis that uh, boosted economies. It's a response to central banks that are raising interest rates, raising prices. So you've got a lot of things at play, but I think what's important about this election, at least internationally, is that if if Republicans are successful in taking back the House and, and winning the Senate, it will radically change U.S. foreign policy. Uh, we've seen, for example, a rise in uh, fears of, of various de- types of democratic collapses. We've seen fascism uh, gain a foothold now in Italy for the first time since the Second World War. Places like Sweden are seeing rises in right-wing radicalism. And I think that if the U.S. elects lawmakers who essentially spread conspiracy theories about the elections, who promise to tear down the tenets of democracy, what that does is essentially embolden autocratic leaders in other countries, and it essentially weakens America's standing throughout the world. With us is Dr. Mark Cassell, professor of political science at Kent State University. Mark, you spent a lot of time in the nation's capital, and I wanted to bring this question up for you. Uh, Former President Donald Trump, President Joe Biden have spent a lot of time out on the road in the last week or so talking politics, talking about voting and voting for their particular candidates. How heavy is the Trump endorsement now? And on the other side, 
How heavy is the Joe Biden endorsement on that side of the ticket? Well, uh, Ray, I mean, obviously a lot of political celebrities have been going around the country, mm-hmm. not just uh, Joe Biden, but certainly uh, but also Barack Obama, Bill Clinton. Uh, you know, you've, you've seen Kevin McCarthy uh, make lots and lots of stops. Uh, uh, so, you know, I think um, it's not clear how much Donald Trump or Joe Biden's endorsement makes. I think it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's one, you know, one thing that is, has changed in more recent elections is that more and more voters are less likely to split their ticket. So, you know, if they vote Republican, they go all the way down the ticket. Um, when they vote Democrat, they go all the way down the ticket. And it used to be the case that one might really, in, one might favor say, a Democrat running for the Senate, but, you know, go back to a Republican who they like running for governor, for example. That's become less and less likely as, as people essentially become more and more polarized. And essentially, rather than sort of think about the the plans or the or the agendas that the party stands for, they essentially just sort of associate with the party and the and the um, and the label of the party, and simply uh, and simply just vote the entire ticket. And I think that makes it much more difficult for endorsements to carry much weight, aside from just getting out the turnout.